Welcome to Karma San Diego podcast, where we talk all things San Diego, activism, ourselves, and spooky things. What's up? Hi. It is so sexy in here. Good. The ambiance in this room is insane. This is what our room should look like. However, it's been so hot. We have fans. We got windows. We got chainsaws. We got babies. <laughs> we got leaf blowers. <laughs> the elements are against us. Today. But not today. But not today. Episode 13. I have a question. For Halloween. <laughs> Before we talk about Halloween. This is like not Halloween related in any way. I'm so excited. Do you like beets? Not like by Dre, but like the vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I did know which beet you were talking about. And yeah, I fucks with beets. So I made roasted beets for dinner last night. Oh, yeah. And everyone in my house was like mystified that I made beets. Really? Why are they so mystified? Everybody. Everybody. The, you know, the two other people that live here. <laughs> What's so mystifying? That mystifying that they're delicious? Mystifying that people eat them, I guess. Justin. Really? Justin oh, like no. came home from. Often. He came home from work. And I had, like, just made dinner, and it was just sitting out on the um, stove. And I was like, I made chicken and veggies if you want. And he was like, what are these red things? Why you and I was even, like, they're beets. And he I goes, I don't even know. He's like, I don't even know if I've had these before. Oh, my gosh. And then Maddie was like, I don't know if I like beets. Oh, my gosh. And I, not, They don't know? How, that means they've never had golden beets? I don't know. They were red ones. But golden then the, beets by Dre? I'm not golden beets. These were just regular beets. The red ones. Sugar's good. <laughs> Blood sugar's good. Dang, we're ready to party. But the awareness of uh, of beets is like out of control. The insane. ASMR and the sound of children is just truly insane. We're gonna wow. chew plantain chips really loudly in your ears so you can't hear anything else around us. There's a helicopter ahead above us. Mm. And two children you know, hooting and hollering. Sometimes outside. you complain about things that you hear, but what about the things you don't hear? Mm-hmm. I ever thought about it that way. I know. So, queen of unpopular opinion here. I'm dead. It's me. Hi. Hi. And um, I have a quirk. I have What's a quirk your quirk? That comes up in conversation. Uh oh. Do I know this quirk? I don't know. Probably. Like, probably. Qu- I don't quirk, know. Quirk. So I. You know I like a good jacket. You like, you know I love a jacket. I hate book jackets. Oh my god, I also hate book jackets. I literally throw them in the trash. They're garbage. They deserve to be in there. Here's the deal. I actually recycle one. Two, if they're really good books, I'll save the jacket in some weird folder it's that an I unnecessary piece of paper for literally like three books that are my favorite that have a jacket by and large i hate book jackets I i'm gonna agree with them. you wow i also dislike them as soon as i pull up in a book i don't like just take off the book cover i like burn it and typically there's a fire around it's like just fahrenheit 451 in, in this house it's exactly what's going on i read a page throw it out rip it out and throw it away so and like if you think about a book jacket 
let's just think about it for a second. When you open the book, it doesn't fit on the book anymore. It slides off. It makes everything just very inconvenient. And you're holding this, like, three-pound book for 450 pages, slipping and sliding around with some author staring at you. It does use it as a um, bookmark on the fly. See. Maybe that's what it was. Keep that fucking book jacket on. I never when I like Fuck read a book thing. that Goodbye. has a jacket, I take the I take the jacket Goodbye. off. Goodbye. Gotta go. I wonder if it's because it's cheaper to print the art for the book on a jacket than it is to do it on the actual hardcover. Because the hardcovers usually just say like the title of the book and, and just, it looks nice. I like old I don't know books. and I don't care. I want the book to be sold without a jacket. And I doesn't even need to have anything here for else it. on it. Like if I publish a book in hardcover, it will look plain like a hardcover book with like a spine that has words on it and it will not have a book jacket. And then my publisher or my advertiser or my agent or whoever will be like, I don't think you understand. Oh, book jackets. They're really important. They're part of the deal. And I'm going to be like, look, beach. I don't do. But the inside, you turn one page and it'll just be like, full of just like stuff. Speaking of jackets, I um, met a <laughs> jacket. Uh, um, jacket. I met a jacket today. I really mm-hmm. did a fabulous one. I was complimented on my jacket at the DMV. And, How was that? Um, girl, we're talking Halloween spooky stories. The scariest story I got someone from this morning. <laughs> I went and got <laughs> my real ID. You guys know about that? Oh. Real ID. If you're a Californian, you know what's going on. It's freaking stupid. Essentially, Everybody in California within the next year needs to get a new ID, and it is vicious. It is insane. It Does is the real ID count as your dri- It's your driver's license, right? You don't Correct. have two separate identification you cards. You need it. You need it for things. You can either get a real ID, you can get a real passport, or you can get both. I feel like uh, I'm just going to get my ID and my passport renewed. I believe. Do some research, girl. But definitely you'll do the ID. And now you've got my experience to help you okay. along the way. Oh, okay. So I'm wearing this real cute jacket, right? Because I got there at 5.30 in the morning. And, and it, was it was frigid. cold and mm-hmm. dark. And it was a fabulous tapestry jacket. Mm-hmm. And this Vietnam veteran who I... Was he wearing his hat? <laughs> of course. Actually, he he told me. How do you how do you know if someone's a Vietnam veteran? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> it's like that vegan joke. <laughs> uh, but he was like really was sweet, good. nice, and like we're talking. I was at the DMV. You want to take a guess? Take a guess on the hours. The hours I was there. Six to four. Four hours and sixteen minutes. That's actually not bad. Not bad. That's not, not bad. bad. Four was, hours that's is the like, shortest amount of time because I was like, we were the third in line. Wow. So. Four hours is impressive as fuck. This and you were third in line? Yeah. I'm sorry. No. I'm, no. Excuse me. I, I was. You were third in line and it took you four. <laughs> were actual sloths working okay. at the DMV okay. like in oh, Zootopia? Yeah. Yeah. Like so literal sloths? We were third person in line. The DMV opens at seven and I was out there at 9.46. Okay, so if this, I had a collar, I'd be yanking it away from it my neck. Cause I can't even take a swallow. 
Marish, this wow. lovely gentleman, complimented my jacket, and I said, thanks. I just, like, love a jacket, and honestly, I can wear it three days a year because I live in San Diego, <laughs> and he's, like, from Chicago and moved to San Diego, and he never wears it, so he got rid of it, but he was like, he had, like, an OG bombardier jacket. Cool. So what I love about this is I've always wondered how to pronounce that word. And as a fan of the word, I've always been like, Bombardier jacket. <laughs> like, like it's pretty much like a, a, a bomber jacket. Yeah. Um, and it's called a bombardier. And he had like hmm. an authentic one. From, That's cool. You know, his days. And he regrets getting rid of it. And so we were just talking about jackets. And I'm not kidding you, like this week. I said to Josh, like, what is a bombardier? So um, it was really cool. I haven't even had time to, like, go down the Pinterest Googling bombardier rabbit hole. I feel like hole, now I have I'm to see. So I feel like it. I know what it is. So it looks like a bomber jacket, but it's military-grade style. I'll type Do I have one? You. Do I own one? Who knows, right? I feel like I own one. I feel like I can see this man wearing it. Kendra gave me one of her friend's... Navy jackets. That's sexy. And I wear he it. It was in the Navy. Let's pull one up. Why is it every time we well, have a It's recording? actually the name of a plane because Bombardier. Oh. You're, I'm literally going to segue into what you're about to say. Please say it. Every I single am. time we record, somebody is working, building a house next door. <laughs> it's This is the quietest neighborhood I've ever lived in. I've never lived anywhere more silent except for the one hour a week they actually, that I have it is to the most quiet record. that I've ever been in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's got the fuzzy. It's got the Sherpa mm -hmm. on the inner lining, mm -hmm. leathery style. We've got one. You That's know a nice really weird. I don't have one of those. So when I got home, so Josh has an authentic one. I can't remember who he inherited it from, but he's had it for forever. I want to say it was like his great uncle's, and he inherited it when he passed away. And so long story short, Josh has this jacket hanging in the closet and I lifted the hamper out to do laundry today really weird and it knocked do you know when you knock the whole rack off the whole bar of hanged clothes off put a pin in that story because so I, I got knocked, a spooky yeah, story for the, you I, it feels spooky because mm -hmm. I actually well the thing is is I knocked the, there's only two things on the bottom shelf and it's Josh's like Letterman's jacket and his bombardier jacket. Wow. Which I had we no call idea that's jacket. what those were called. Yeah. So neat. So I that learned really it from cool. an OG Vietnam vet and I thought to myself like how cool this is that I'm 29 years old. I got to talk to this guy like he's a legend. He was so, we're talking about jackets. He was, it was just real nice and quick. And um, then I get home and I'm doing laundry and like a bombardier jacket falls on me. I feel you know like it's I mean? kismet. Of totally, life. and we were thinking of like spooky stuff that happens, and I feel like I never think of it as spooky, but shit happens to me like every day. Mm -hmm. That's I just call it like magic. I don't know. Yeah, I call it magic too, or just like um, our connection to our spirituality and yeah. Like, magic. why is it the only jacket on the rack? It's never fallen off before, and I s weirdly decided to do. It's just it's because you channeled it earlier today. It's just so weird. And That's I didn't, wild. and I knew, like, and look, I didn't even really know exactly what kind of jacket it was, so we just looked up the picture, and that's exactly what he has. So it's neat. So wow. I actually have one more thing to address. I'm calling it housekeeping because it's things I need to address um, because I annoyed the shit out of myself last episode, and I'll tell you motherfucking why. 
<laughs> okay, because one, I hate it when people say, um, like, oh, yeah, what was the name of that thing? Oh, yeah, what the hell was that? Maddie literally did that today. She goes, what is it called what I'm doing? She, she, said, she said it just like that, and I was like, repurposing? Because she's repurposing, like, a chest I, right now. I literally said it in the last episode with Jake three times, and there was no conclusion. Like, no answer. No. Because we didn't know the we question. Went, we went nowhere. <laughs> now, I'm listening to this, and I was like, oh, my God, what is that thing? So, for the people. The, what is that thing? The 12 people that listen, this is called, what is that thing I'm talking about? Please you know tell that me. thing. The first thing I said was, what is that scary movie with the masks? <laughs> was it the purge? No. And I said, and this is what I said, it's got, like, a stoplight and, like, a cabin. So did you look that up? I did. It's called Cabin Fever. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a bunny mask. I'm fucking dead. We're like, it's the purge. And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. That's so sick. funny. That's and I was so like, funny. I know the name if I heard it. Thank it's you. It's like a guy with a fever in a cabin. I I'm really kidding. appreciate you yeah. going out of your way to, to Google. Oh, my God. You probably put in Google movie with masks stoplight and cabin i did and the, the face came up wow the, yep so i love google that's the first thing yeah so helpful <laughs> the other one i asked because i couldn't think of it and i said what is the name of that show where the guy touches dead people and they come to life and oh yeah the we're both like huh and it's not dexter it's definitely and you're not like dexter. it's and both you're like it's not dexter <laughs> and i'm like that's what I just said. Are we arguing about a green? <laughs> what is going on? So like every fight I've ever had. So, <laughs> you know, when you're just like fiercely agreeing with one another. Yeah, and you're just like one-upping each other. And we're both like, wait, we're in agreement here. What's happening? What's going on? Why am I? We're just both lit. Thunder <laughs> <laughs> We had too much protein shake. <laughs> So as soon as I text, I was like, I got to ask my mom. So I text my mom, hey, what is the name of that show called Pushing Daisies? Oh, okay. I've never heard, I've never seen it. I have heard of it. <laughs> well, guess I knew the name. I think, it's, I, I think it's an HBO it's show. It's an excellent show. And my mom was like, where can I stream this? That was a great show. So I'm. That's so where can I stream this? That. I don't know. I'm just letting okay, you know. Okay, so episode whenever we'll let you know how you can stream Pushing Daisies. We will now always have a housekeeping section <laughs> where I fill in whatever the good. fuck. It'll I be said. great housekeeping because we can't do good because that's already a magazine. So great oh housekeeping with Kelly. Welcome to great housekeeping with <laughs> Kelly. The first thing we're gonna clean up. Cabin fever. I love it. The second thing we're gonna clean up. Pushing daisies. And the third is I was talking about our featured small business, which was Sean Carlo and Madison, who are two artists in San Diego. And I said that I met them in Kearney Mesa at a skate park. That is incorrect. It was Linda Vista. In a skate park? It's across the street from Skate World which was the name of the... I'm like, you haven't been to the skate park? It's in Carne Mesa. No, it's not. It's it. It's Skate World. And it's still around. I don't know what they're doing with COVID, but I just wanted to say it's an iconic skate park. Hmm. And as a native San Diegan, or for lack of a better word, me walking around saying the iconic skate park in 
Kearney Mesa just didn't sit right with me. For all of our Thrasher yes. fans out there right. listening, and then tuning I, in. There was like a really weird venue across the street from it. I swear it was called like, I keep saying the Apex, but I don't know what it was called. And it was mm. literally a basement like underneath maybe the Linda Vista Recreation Center. And it's where it they helps. had like Soma style shows, but it was also just like a church basement. But it, but it like <laughs> screamo high school bands and like I feel like I've probably been there. We ha- I really do because there was like I saw a scotch. I saw all sorts of things down there. So I just wanted to. So this has been a great episode of Kelly's great housekeeping. Okay, well, uh, see you guys later. Bye. I'm I just, just hate that I have these floating open abysses. I'm glad that you cleared up the air. Me? Thank you. But I'm gonna like smoke up the air now and make it really, oh, really musky up in why here. Why are you so good at segways, girl? Thank you. Can you see you're riding around on the? Did you ever watch on YouTube? Chimpanzee riding on a segway. Chimpanzee riding on a segway. Segway. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you should. Don't worry, I'll link it in our blog. Please. It's <laughs> literally a chimpanzee on a segway. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's singing in the background what I just sang you. You guys, we haven't even smoked weed yet. <laughs> I remember watching it on YouTube Get and my ready. friend's um, like, house that are... In, we were probably 2006, 2007. Oh, we were still in or high school. Do you remember school. that website that was called Fuck My Life? Yeah. <laughs> I would just sit there and read it, and it was just like... It, it was, was like Craigslist. so for, funny. It was, <laughs> it was just... So, it was just like everything around. ended with FML. <laughs> and yeah, people would write the weirdest or dumbest things, and then you just oh my read God. Fuck My Life, and I would just... We would sit there and cry. Okay, we're gonna sack. address. <laughs> we're gonna address this website on the next episode to find out if FML is still, is still a website. And if so, we'll read a couple good ones. Because to you. That's They're amazing. So I remember good. laughing my fucking ass They're off. So good. I'm laughing now, and I can't even remember a joke. No, not even one. <laughs> Nary. People are funny. I have hope for some humanity. Would you roll up for us today? I rolled up. What this? It is called, you're going to love the name. <gasps> Tiki Rain. Tiki Rain. I love that name. I know. It's a hybrid. I got it from Outco, the dispensary that I buy from. They also grow wow. as well. You should name your future dog Tiki. Oh. That's real cute. I know you want to have Brad. I want a Brad so bad. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I want a brat so bad. <laughs> Every time I see a Pomeranian, I'm like, Adriana wants a brat. Dude, I <laughs> was talking to Justin the other day, and I was like, man, I kind of want a dog. <laughs> I'm still very allergic, but I still really want one. How do you feel about a Pomeranian? And he was like, no. And I said, okay, but what if I just bring home a Pomeranian? <laughs> That's I, I don't, I'm not even a Pomeranian kind of person either. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I'd rather have like a more like... Fun dog that like wants to run around. With Queen me. of unpopular opinion. Just go get the dog and bring it home. I'll probably just like one day pop into the house with a fucking pomeranian and like some chickens. Okay, so I speak from experience because I sprung a dog on Adriano when we lived together and our other roommates. So how did you feel? You got over it and now you love pinecone, right? I wasn't angry like at all. Like so you were like, oh, so see, go get your palm. Because I. Okay, so when you got Pinecone, you were like, hey, so long story short, my yoga student can't take care of this dog anymore, and I think I'm just going to take care of this dog now. And 
I was like, great. He's so sweet. And I think the first like week was like rough because we were trying to figure out how to how to maneuver having a dog with us. And like we had like a stray cat that lived like in our little and he's a 90 pound dog that wants to go outside. Yard. So you have to like, you know how it is with gates and doors. Yeah, it's just a, but it's a racket. <laughs> other than that, to be honest, he's a great dog. So it's not like he was trying to bite. He wasn't like aggressive. Like he was genuinely like a really good dog that just really wanted love. And he's so oh sweet. And he would just beg for food and stare at you and put his little freaking head on so your lap. Mom definitely would be a bit more yippy. But as a. 90 pound dog owner this you know my dog's bark is terrifying it's it's absolutely outrageously terrifying i you it's just what we started the episode with like you can complain about the noise that you're hearing but think about the other noises you could be hearing i don't know i think a little palm yip and i could just i'm gonna teach him some are sleepy I'm going to, like, give him CBD all freaking day and just be like, chill out, Brad. Today, Brad is going to be sampling for his creature comfort, <laughs> and he's just sitting in his cute little bed. He's fucking lounging his ass off. I actually really wanted to bring Dahlia today here, but I didn't know how she'd do with Adriana and not even to mention the other dog. Oh, my gosh. So Dahlia, like, hates me. We've <laughs> talked about this, but she, she like, low-key, so high-key hates me. She barks unlike any way she only barks this way for adriana i don't understand it but after she like sees me in the house for like five minutes she's like what's up lady she sits her of the lady who beat her in apparently that's great awesome i think she had all fucked up little tiny teeth because she was trying to get out of metal or like a kennel all the time that's so sad because she like sat with me the other day when I was at your house and she sat totally, on me totally. and like rubs her little head on you so that she can get pet like totally. she genuinely wants love and affection and I can see it but she gets really scared yeah. and I mean I always enter your house like in yes, abruptness that's the thing, I never like, we're not at that level of like me opening the door so she knows that a person's coming yeah we just, just enter. Like, sh- yeah we just let each ourselves in into each other's house so i think that's the other thing that probably makes you different from everyone else is she has no heads up and i don't care to give her one yeah so i just like i think that's what throws her off and that's probably why she's busy. always that's why she's always like <laughs> aggressive around me mm-hmm. because i always enter without knocking every single time i've never once have knocked so on i your need door. to get better about like consoling her be like it's okay we gotta we have a friend coming Little tiny friend, little tiny friend, to cuddle you. It's Brad and Adriana. It's <laughs> us. It's us. The Brads. Welcome to our Halloween episode. <laughs> um, we're gonna get like kind of serious first, but then I'm gonna we're gonna tell you some creepy, creepy stories. I love a creepy story. Do some you fun have one ghost for stories. Us? Yeah. Do you want to talk about um? Something else first? No. So, <laughs> no, I don't. No. Well, I was well, going to talk about like some costumes like you shouldn't be wearing this oh, year. Oh, yes, yes, sure. We should absolutely address cultural appropriation and Halloween costumes. Yeah, we're just going to, it's just a light a touch, time. just a little pinky toe in the water. Uh, just a reminder, you know, Halloween's uh, rapidly approaching and... Very common Halloween costumes are like Indian costumes, yes. um, hula girls, yes. um, even things like being Asian. 
Yeah, like a like wearing like a kimono just or like being a, a geisha. <laughs> yeah, being a race. Um, and thinking it's a timepiece or can be costumized. We speak from experience yeah. because we're about to talk about all of our Halloween costumes from when we were kids. And a lot of them are no-nos. Hard no-nos. Yeah. Nay-nay. No-no. You should not wear that. And you know what? We can't sit here and, like, blame ourselves. Truly. we. I feel like we cannot sit here, blame ourselves, and be sad and depressed about it. Because a lot of these companies are pumping these out without without us understanding that these are totally. um, hurting hurting people's feelings, super inappropriate. For example, uh, made in China, authentic, quote unquote, Native American headdress. Yeah. That is not something that you should be wearing on Halloween. Yeah. And it's you bought it at the Halloween store for eighty dollars. Yes. In that for little a festival. Yeah. And you're white. Yeah. That'll not do. No. And so there's a fa- fabulous video that I'm gonna link um that it's through Teen Vogue and it talks about it gives you a little bit more incentive as to why. And you don't need a why to um like I always feel like you don't need to understand why you're being rude. Just don't do it anymore. But people need a why to understand and educate themselves. So I just thought I'd pick one of the Halloween costumes that I was and then what I learned from the video. And so I was a like a hula dancer for okay. the costume. So grasker, coconut bra, mm-hmm. lay, um, like all of those things from Party City. I remember going to Party City and buying those things. And then I loved it so much. I had like a Hawaiian themed graduation party with Same. grasker. I like, had a Hawaiian themed graduation party yes. as well. And there is a uh, Hawaiian woman in the video who talks about how her grandmother, who um, was very much emerged in the Polynesian culture during the political time that she was raised, she wasn't allowed to even be seen wearing her authentic clothes in public. Wow. So she wasn't, and to this day, there's. Uh, so much heartache and history and mourning of their family, whether their their culture was destroyed, it was taken from them, they had to hide from it, they mm-hmm. weren't allowed to meet, um, or the harsh restrictions of the Hawaiian peoples to express themselves in those costumes. And then here's a bunch of white people wearing it for Halloween. Yeah. Dancing around like an idiot. Yeah. And putting them on a dashboard there's also (laughs) like yeah and there's also a difference between buying these items from these actual cultures absolutely you know like if you go to hawaii and you buy from somebody who created these who is of hawaiian descent from polynesian descent and you can keep them as art in your home yeah it's art in your home and it's you know jewelry or whatever it is and it shouldn't be like um it shouldn't really be like a costume i feel like we're supposed to be respectful yeah obviously because i have we had no idea no no one did no and think about it too like even when you're just posting throwback pics of your old halloween costumes like what if they're like a little uh misappropriated 
or cultural culturally appropriated or racist. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And so another one, um, I don't. I wasn't it for Halloween, but I love dressing up as a geisha because I had like an authentic kimono when I was mm. a kid. So um, just like opening the conversation of like, if you're not sure about your costume, one Google it because mm-hmm. you'll learn a lot. I think it's important to be really educated about what you're like wearing and doing. But then too, like, there's so many other fun costumes that we're gonna talk about that we've been mm-hmm. that are just a new way to open your imagination yeah and when in doubt like pick a character from a movie or a show and And that's it okay so that's a great segue because we were just talking about this the other day so disney Mm. pumps out fucking costumes for every culture because every movie that they make is from another culture Uh so when a little girl is wearing a pocahontas costume Mm -hmm. regardless of her color like race or color She's technically being prejudiced. Very true. Or her, her parents are making her prejudiced because she's wearing a Pocahontas costume with Pocahontas on it. And all she wants to do is paint with the colors of the wind, just like everybody else. <laughs> yes. But we realize now, as we're older and more educated, that the story of Pocahontas, from Disney's point of view, is actually fucked up. <laughs> like, it's totally. not... It's not... Not Anything. well received by the indigenous people. Absolutely that not. It is like, storytelling. About. John Smith was like a monster. If you don't get the stamp of approval from the people that you are making yeah. a film about, then you gotta have a few questions. Like, yeah. They didn't interview the mermaids of the world. No. They did not interview the indigenous peoples. So they did I think not that they're interview. But I feel like they might be doing better mentioning. now because like they put out that movie Coco. Um, the one about Dia de los Muertos, and cute. there's a I lot of Spanish. It's it, so it good. Really it's amazing. The music's amazing. The story's great. Like I cried like seven times. It's so so good. Um, so how about we put some links about what you, what to know about Disney and and culturally mm-hmm. appropriated costumes in our blog? Yeah, and maybe we'll do a little posty poo. Yeah, and then that way. Um, you can know what's right and what's wrong for you and your family. Yes. I'm okay. So I wrote down all of the costumes. I gave Adriana homework. <clears throat> I'm just going to read them off because I genuinely don't remember how old I was. That's fine. I couldn't get the years down. The either. only one that felt, I guess, culturally appropriate was Jasmine, like Princess Jasmine. Mm. You know, because I'm not Middle Eastern, but like, I, I might be. According to my DNA, like, yes. I kind of am. Yeah, what's but up like, with the story of Aladdin? I haven't psychoanalyzed that one, but it sounds dirty and wrong. Yeah, so that's the only one that felt culturally appropriated. Um, I was Belle You know for what's Halloween. a great option instead of Jasmine? Be a carpet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Be the monkey. Be that magic carpet ride. Be oh the monkey. I'm Ooh. fucking dead. Abu. Dirty. Um, oh. I was Cinderella, but not the Cinderella gown like everybody wanted to be. I was the pink gown that her sisters ripped apart. Ooh. Yeah, I was a little kid though. I was that. That's fun. Um, in high school, I was a French maid. I remember that. And I remember my friend was a Playboy bunny. Whoa. Freshman year, I was a French maid. My skirt was so short, it was like on my ass. Wow. And my friend was a Playboy bunny wearing a one piece, wow. like, uh, crazy tights and ears and. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's 15 years old. Oh like, my hoochie mamas. Um, for that was your, like, freshman year costume? Freshman year of high school. I was a cowgirl. That's a good costume. That's cute. <laughs> um, the rest of high school is a blur. I genuinely do not 
remember no i don't know what any costumes i spent halloween of my senior year in walmart playing in the bike section oh my god that's so funny <laughs> i have i have no idea not a clue um and then pretty much all through college i was a schoolgirl because i just like used my costume absolutely 19 I, 20 21 and 22 yeah i, I used my uniform <laughs> to be like yeah some form of britney spears and i now am like I always knew it was wrong. Let's just get this straight. Like Let's I just... always I always knew it was wrong to dress up like a schoolgirl because when I was a schoolgirl as a child, you... I thought it was really gross that guys would like creep sexualize on me and sexualize. It, and then But I feel like that's kind of the way that um the experience is with the patriarchy is to turn it around you make it sexy to like own it like it's like that's kind I'm of what be I the did. schoolgirl so I'm going to make it sexy but it's kind of like fuck you, you're not allowed to sexualize me. Yeah, I kind of did that because then in college, I I worked in bars to, like, pay for college and stuff, and I knew that I'd make more money working on Halloween, dressed like a schoolgirl hoe, like, (laughs) showing off my boobs and all this stuff, and then... I educated myself a little bit more and I was like, let's really fuck these guys up. And I would dress as like a schoolgirl zombie and look like have the ugliest fucking face, like have blood and guts and like just gnarly shit like coming out of my face, but like still look kind of hot from like the neck down. So I like really liked to throw (laughs) Throw men off. off. That's just like part of who I am. I'm terrifying. Um, I was Harley Quinn. I've been Harley Quinn a few times. That's, That's a, a fun, fun costume. One. Do you remember any costumes like that you've seen pictures of that you were a bebe? Like oh, I'm probably just like a pumpkin. Yeah, I'm same. I got my first one. I think was a pump. Yeah, I think I was just a pumpkin. I think I've seen one of me as a strawberry. Oh, that would have been really fucking cute. Gosh. I was so cute as a baby. A strawberry. I'll have to find next time I go see my parents. I'll. Uh, See if I can find some old Halloween pictures. Yes. I think we I have had an a few old Jasmine in costume. costume. Um, were you ever like a 50s girl with a, with the skirt, the circle skirt? Like uh, the not for Halloween. I think so. We all know my favorite movie is Grease. Yes. So like I just wanted to be in, in Grease. Yes. I wanted to be a part of it. So I owned a skirt. Yes. That I never dressed up for Halloween. I just wore it all yes, the time. Totally. Like, all the fucking time. Totally. And then I was in Grease plays growing up all the time, so I would, Did like... Did you use that skirt? Mm-hmm. That's so fun. My grandma has made me two. My first one was bright teal. Those are adorable. Oh, my gosh. Bright teal felt. I don't know where it is. I swear to you. I have no idea. It was a teal... Uh, felt poodle skirt with a Scotty dog in the corner. Pretty traditional. That's so fucking so cute. cute. And uh, my grandma made all of my costumes when I was a kid. And she made me a pink Power Ranger costume. That's such a cool costume, too. So sick. I loved it. So I was a pink wow. Power Ranger one year. I was the Tooth Fairy. Oh my God. One these year. are all really good costumes. Yeah, my family's always delivered in the house. They always Dang. made my dreams come true. We've always gone thrift for our costumes how too fun. yeah me and my mom would go to goodwill that's how i met thrifting I yeah think. and we would find like you kind of pick your costume based off of what you find yeah so like the one year in middle school i remember being jasmine because i found like like mc hammer pants essentially yes. and then i was like "Ooh, i'll be jasmine and then i found like a sparkly tank top and then my mom just like bought some tool and oh she like gosh, wrapped it around me it wasn't like one of the ones from the box so Whoa. 
Yeah, I was like, I remember it because I got to show off my belly. Whoa. It's like the one time of year my mom was like not strict about I did. what I wore. I also got to show my belly. Mm-hmm. And so I did. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I was a punk rocker Ooh, one year. Ooh, that's a good one. So I wore this shirt that said Punky Monkey mm. on it. It kind of looked like Paul Frank. I love that. And I wore like, I did authentic. I didn't look like cute by any means. I looked like a punk rocker. It that's was fucking really dope. good. I loved that costume. I put a tattoo on my stomach. Oh, too. I used yes. fake tattoos all over the place. And wow, these are excellent. They all like have a kind of a s- similar color theme, too. So it's kind of cool to like think about all of them. I was also trying to think of what my favorite costume was. And I think I need more photo albums to look through to confirm my favorite. Because I feel like I'm missing some good ones. But I'll have to look at mine. Um, I was Maud from The Big Lebowski, which is a... That was a good costume. Yeah. It's... Um, what's... I don't even remember the actress's name. Oh, good Lord. Nicole what's Kidman? wrong with me? No. We're so bad at this. You guys all know. I was Beetlejuice that same year you were Maude, and I think that was probably (laughs) one of my favorite costumes. I went, like, all out. I bought the striped suit. I, like, I looked kind of sexy, but, like, not at the same time. I bought, like, liquid latex, and I made, like, moss growing out of my skin, and, like... Yes. Looked really creepy. We'll post a pic. I have a picture of both of us. Great. On a Polaroid. Uh, that was such a great Halloween for all three of us. Kendra was the um, Chiquita Banana Lady. Chiquita Banana. <laughs> yeah, she had all this fruit. She was so cute. So I'm talking about Julianne Moore. Mm. I said I was thinking Miss Moore, and I was like, Mandy, what's going on in my head? Mandy Moore. And so she wears this like green velvet cape, and she like soars across the room naked beforehand, strapped to something a harness wild, a harness yeah and she like soars across the room and she like vagina mm-hmm. and then she also has a bob with bangs so i cut my hair for the costume it looks so I fucking cut, good. i had a bob you look just like her I, my hair really is like kind of that color when it's that short so i have like i have that kind of hair my hair is kind of auburn and like red if it's short and then once it grows out it it's blondie. Yeah. Freaking mm-hmm. okay. And so I wore like a nude suit and I used black tape and I taped on a fake harness. And it was really fun. That was and a good And Kendra uses that fabric as her <laughs> drapes. She literally uses yeah. that green velvet as her. It was her door mm-hmm. when it was our apartment and or our house. And now it's like her drapes. It's awesome. Oh my God. We so, are multifaceted ladies. That was this. one of my favorite costumes That's funny. I've ever done. As an adult, I guess. I finally found the dress for my costume for this year. Ooh. So I'm going to be a goddess. I love Kelly's it. Kelly's pissed because she's going to be a boy. I know, huh? I'm just not going to. I'm going to be Brett Michaels. But that's going to be great. I wanted to be like, I wanted to try and be on the same field and like do a like zombie goddess. But that's like very redundant and doesn't exist because zombies aren't like, I mean, goddesses aren't like people of the earth. They're like. <laughs> gods <laughs> so they're like not alive my, i already want to change my costume honestly i wish we would have we should oh we're not recording till november i was gonna say we should wear our costumes i have re, i have I'm put dead. off trying on the eyeliner because i know it's gonna be perfect and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> and it's what it is is only black eyeliner underneath my oh. eyes where i look absolutely androgynous in a fabulous way and josh looks sexy and i look stupid (laughs) that's how that works (laughs) i i'm literally speaking 
to an empty room. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like looking, looking out, out to, to the, the crowd right now There's and no like one. no one's reacting. But like, I don't know how many times I need to like reiterate Kelly is drop dead gorgeous. So like when she says she doesn't look good, she looks average. Like how, when she's you... like a 10 at all times. And then Thank when she puts you. on she's like quote unquote ugly makeup, she's like a seven, <laughs> which is still hot as balls. So if you are like grossed out by Brett Michaels, you might find him sexy because I was him probably. I think it's gonna look so good. You're gonna look so hot. I fucking guarantee it. I'm gonna I'm gonna fall to my knees. I'm gonna fall to my knees. I guarantee it. I have to wear a bra. I also have to wear a bra because my top is I bought my dress at Salvation Army in Poway. I was really proud of Brett myself. Michael says moves. I don't know what's going on. Sorry. I'm gonna tape you down. Oh my god. We I left the farmers market and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just stop at Salvation Army right quick and see if they got anything. It was packed, number one. Like, busiest thrift store I've ever seen in my life. Walked through the store, found the dress of my dreams. I will show it to you afterwards. $5. Literally, $5. But the, like, part where your boobs go, completely see-through. So I'm going to have to wear, I'm going to need to find me some freaky-dicky bra sitch. Because I don't, I don't think i own any bras i will assess your boob situation unless you have any I of those have. bras that i gave you unless I you might. sold them all i might have to borrow no, I one so i definitely sold all your bras yeah i have no bra i sold those sell like hotcakes yeah because they're sexy sexual victoria. yeah she had these beautiful if you like pictures of clothes victoria's secret bras absolutely one of my favorite things to photograph Gorgeous. as soon as you gave them to me i was like there's like rhinestones like hot hot pink like velvet lace and they're just like brand new sexy fluffy voluptuous bras and they sold so fast i think i wore them a total total all i think i gave you four mm-hmm. i think i wore all four total seven times mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't like to wear them to work because i thought they were too beautiful to wear to work and mm-hmm. like get all sweaty and grimy mm-hmm. and i only wore them when i go out like to a club or like mm-hmm. to a bar just to like feel sexy and they made my boobs enormous <laughs> they are enormous devices. and it like it made me feel like ridiculous every time i put one on but i, I, I looked that. good yeah absolutely i absolutely feel that when i put on a bra i'm like this is absolutely ridiculous it's like i'm overwhelmed by the sexuality of them sometimes and i'm like oh my i'm like my tits are inside of my throat i'm like i need a turtleneck i I don't if i wore a turtleneck oh my god are you kidding me bye-bye it's like whoa whoa it's like ridiculous it's ridiculous so yeah boobs are wild to me um, do you want to talk about some scary stories? Oh my gosh, I am so excited to hear a scary story. Okay. I have a kind of... strawberry. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I was a strawberry. It was probably just a pumpkin. I'll find out. Okay, I kind of have like two. So I'm going to tell you about a ghost from my past and a ghost from the present. Hell yeah. Okay, so I just told the story the other day and my dad was like mystified that I never told him this. So me and my dad are... Very into paranormal, very into, like, mediums. This is, like, very much our thing. My mom, my mom is also a Halloween, my mom's a Halloween freak. My mom Mm -hmm. loves Halloween, her favorite holiday. It's in her favorite month because it's her birthday month. Halloween is, like, the shit in my house. Like, we've always decorated, like, hardcore. But me and my dad have, like, this, like, connection to the other side that, like, no one else has. You speak into the other side. So. And they're listening. They are loud and proud. 
So years ago, like, gosh, this was probably 15 years ago. I was in high school. I lived in this house. It was big. We lived in this really big house. And already it was like a pretty creepy house. Like if you were there by yourself, like I never actually felt alone or never felt alone. Um, I know that feeling. I know that feeling because I know what it feels like to be alone. Yeah. In that pristine wilderness isolation. Yeah. And there's not um, empathies. And I felt, I never felt alone there. It was a massive home. Um, Gregorious, if you will. (laughs) It was absolutely Gregorious. (laughs) Fucking good. And uh, I walked down the stairs and at the base of the stairs to the left led you into the living room. And right when you walked into the living room, like you'd see the back of like a big chair, which I still have. It's in my garage right now. Uh, the big brown dummy. It's the big gold dummy. <laughs> Let's get it right. That, but I'm sorry to interrupt your story, but I just love saying Adriana has a chair called the big brown dummy. I know. I gave it to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck. I don't think you that. guys have it anymore, though. My mom found it in an alley on base. <laughs> why did we start calling I mean, it that? Because it pissed us off. Because it was <laughs> big and brown and stupid. <laughs> That's why. I am truly someone after my mother. Like, she found it in an alley on the military base and stole it. Like, come on. I don't this know is my where life. I ended up. This is my life. I can't recall. So I walk down the stairs, look to the left. I see a man sitting in the chair. I see a figure of a man. I see a guy sitting in the chair wearing a hat. And I go, Dad? No one, no one answers. Oh. Uh. And I walk to the chair. No one's there. No. Yeah. I never saw that person ever again, but every time I feel any energies, it's usually a man. Um, I've only felt a female energy once, and it was the day before my brother's wedding, and I could have swore it was my grandma. It felt like my grandma. Cool. It felt like she, like, touched my heart. Like, I felt a mm. hand, like, on my heart, mm. and it felt like my grandma, for mm. sure. Like, I just felt her energy. I have so a lot of her clothes. Um, yeah, me and my grandma that, that my grandma that has passed, we chit chat all the time. Yeah, I I feel like she's there. I I real as much as I own a business about being a nana, like I truly <laughs> don't really know my dad's mom. Like I don't know yeah. my nana very well. Do she you ever talked to her. No, I think if anything, perhaps my my nanu, my grandfather, um, her husband. Uh, I think more so his energy comes through more so. I really don't talk to her at all. We didn't. She died when I was pretty young, so I feel like um, I just didn't have, like, a close connection with her. Um, but other people in my family sense her often, mm-hmm. so I think that this like she's is... she's visited. She's yeah, out. I think she visits, just not me. Um, I think if I had a big family on Earth, I'd come... Oh, come on, a creep in. Hell yeah. I'd be like, what's up, what's y'all? Up? <laughs> oh, you miss me? What's up? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about the ghost that currently lives in our home. I'm here for it. So we've Yikes. lived here for almost a year, exactly. It's It'll be a year next month. And I have always felt some sort of energy in this house. It is in the hallway, and it is very much inside of Maddie's bedroom. And I feel like I need to get her permission before I tell this story. Well, I feel like once she moves out, you're going to know if it's her ghost or if it's the house's. I know. Well, the ghost has been in my room, too. But I have two. 
I'm going to ask her. <laughs> I can always cut this but part. But there's still, there's still a We can always cut this part if she doesn't want me to tell the story. Um, so I was by, my by myself in the house with Rue. This was like when we first moved in, kind of. And I'm all alone. House is dark. And Rue gets up off the couch in a quickness and heads to the kitchen. And I'm like, what? is she doing and she's like creeping around the kitchen and maddie's room is like off of the kitchen and i hear sounds coming from maddie's bedroom and i'm like no what is happening i hear like a no. buzzing no and i'm like what the fuck is happening and we both like walk into her room i turn on the light nothing don't see anything but i still hear a buzzing i walk into her bathroom and in the shower her vibrator is on dancing about Oh. Like a jumping bean. Oh my God, I was hoping it was going to lead to a vibrator. It was terrifying yet hilarious at the same time. And still to this day, have this no idea. Jokes. This joke, this joke, <laughs> this joke, this ghost is kooky as hell. Like, I was freaking out. I FaceTime her and I show her and she's like dying of laughter. I'm like, how do I turn this thing off? Like, how did it turn on <laughs> in general? Like, I know touch it yeah oh my gosh so this is what the realist would say they would say well i just slipped off the ledge and fell on the thing and turned on and there was no earthquake was so how would it have fallen right that's what kendra said to me that's like her that's her reaction ghosty people that's what they would say mm -hmm. i literally hear their voice it's not mine i'm like oh i'm like that so i've um it's not one of my stories but i've absolutely watched items move I have been staring at an item and it just fucking moves. Crazy so, uh, you just mentioned that. Yeah. So when people are like, well, you know, something could have happened and it fell. I'm like, but have you ever been staring at something and watched it move? Because it'll change your life. There's like life before that moment and then there's life after. Like, I don't care. Yep. Like when people don't believe, as long as they're just here to like listen to it, because it can happen to you. So speaking of things moving on their own, <clears throat> uh -oh. let us proceed with the ghost in my current home. So we're just hitting it off with the vibrator. So hitting it oh, off with the vibrator. No. Plus, there's more. No. Please. No. So <clears throat> this still happens, but not often. In the living room, I have a bunch of taxidermy butterfly. And uh, the other, like, not the other day. Excuse me. When I say the other day, sometimes I mean, like, literally the other day or I mean, like, 10 years ago. Like, genuinely, I have no concept of time in my own brain. Um, so I'm sitting there on the couch and I hear like a tap, like, and don't know where it's coming from, mystified. And it's like very constant. So You're I get up. A consistent tap. I don't think the microphone will pick that up, but oh, tapping. Oh my God. So I get up. I don't like this. And I walk towards the wall where all the taxidermy butterfly are and they're shaking and tapping the walls. And you can see them. Like, I put my face up against the wall. Like, as if, like, hammering was occurring? No, they're, like, like, they're they're moving, like, against so the, the wall. So the sound of the, the frame. frame was rattling against the wall. Yes. And that was the tapping. Yes. Yes. Oh. It happens no. a lot here. That happens a lot. What's up with those butterflies? I don't know. I got them on the road, on a road trip up to Mammoth. And they were eight bucks. There's definitely energy items that of people's, and then there's, um, I found a, 
box of records left outside on the grass and they were wet and starting to mold and some of them included Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, and the Supremes. So you can imagine how disgusted I was that some dumbass motherfucker. I literally magic. I watched I think glory. what happened is a beautiful, lovely um, old person died and the person the people cleaning out their house just had to get everything out and just didn't give a fuck. And just left it on the side of the road. And I was gonna pick it up the night before, but I really thought that those were someone's records. I mean, it was one of those things. Mm. Ma- divine magic. So the essay of mold, yes, they have all this water damage, but there's a picture of a man in the records. Whoa. And it's a weird picture. And he looks like on drugs, and it's misty and smoky-eyed and bushy-tailed. Do you still have it? Absolutely. And I had it on my altar for a long time. Interesting. So, like, I didn't know him. He was certainly dead. I mean, hmm. it was such an old picture. And so I just, like, I don't even know whose it was, but I just, I'm really into those things. I also love buying photographs of people I don't know. So, you know, when pictures get donated, um, so, for example, Goodwill and Salvation Army and everyone, they throw those pictures out. They take all the pictures out individually really? and throw them away. And then, um, but some places sell the photos. Mm-hmm. Or they'll keep the photos in the, fr- you know, it yeah, depends. Um, just leave them. And we went vintage shopping, Adriana, Kendra, and I, and there's a place down in Ocean Beach that has, you can shop old pictures. And I love dope. them. It's really weird. It's a cool niche. And I love buying pictures of people, some weird lady in like Tahoe I've come upon, like an old farmer with a chicken. Oh. Just like really, really cool stuff. I like that. But items have energy. Absolutely. Absolutely tied to them. So who knows if it's Maddie's ghost or the house's ghost? I feel like it might be a house ghost, but we have one more story for this, and then I will... No, the same ghost? This it's is the same riveting. I love this. this. Is all I'm the hoping same thing. you have more from this person. Well, I have, like, two more, but the last one's, like, not as interesting, so I won't tell it. Oh. I mean, again. I just remember shit on the wall, and Justin was freaked out because it moved. We were all freaking the fuck out. You're just it was me on the and Justin. And you just, like, watch shit move. Yeah, we are hearing I sounds. I remember that. I remember putting my face up against the wall, and I can see them moving. I can see it tapping, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was so scared. Like, my heart was racing, racing, I tell you. I'm definitely I was, getting thrills listening. I was, like, pretty nervous. It's I feel a lot because we're sitting in this house, so I'm like, I know, Whoa. we're in the house. And they're he's, not over here, though. He's here. Not he's not in this room at all. I believe it's uh, male energy. It's got to um, be scared of Justin. doesn't even come in here. He, yeah, he gives no fucks about him. He, like, only fucks with me and Maddie. Um... Or Maddie and myself. And uh, I feel it in the hallway a lot. A lot of, like, energies in that hallway. Um, But this has happened twice now. Again, to Maddie. So in the middle of the night, um, probably, like, beginning of quarantine-ish, which is, like, now, like, a time frame. That's hilarious. Um, Beginning of quarantine, she hears in the middle of the night like a crash at like 3 a.m. and her the bar in her closet was like Uh, had fallen down uh, but nothing is broken like the bar's not broken the like off all in one go it just like it looked it's as if it was lifted and dropped because Mm -hmm. in order for it to have fallen like that 
something needs to break. The bar needed to have bent totally. and like snapped in half. Um, Mine is the, that my bar is too short and so it barely fits in the lip on either side. Right. Either but the yours lip is falls like closer and it's closer because it like kind of needs to be picked up and like. Oh, yeah. It needs to be full on picked up. That's the only way. Nothing is broken. It happened again like last week. I've definitely had like things move, super move on me like that before too. Creepy. It's crazy. That's a so good one. it could be her. Um, it could be her ghost potentially. Um, or it like knows it can fucks with her. Like, maybe like open vessel. Yeah. Type thing. Who knows? Sometimes they use like channels for people's stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's freaky deaky. That's I love pretty it. much all my paranormal activity. I had thoughts. a hard time picking stories for paranormal activity. I was like, I didn't even know where to start. I don't even know. Um, give us a give us a couple tastes. Okay, I have three stories for you. Okay. Ooh. We have a be- a beginning when I was a child, and I say this because I think kids are very in tune with things, and so Agreed. while the memory is me being a kid, and yeah, we were playing, like it was also real. And then the next one, and the next two, I'm like adulty, and I hope that I remember all three. So here we go. The okay. first one, um, I was a kid, and I was having a sleepover, and there was probably four or five girls at this house. But it was like my good best friend's house, and I went there all the time anyway. So it was more like I was always over there, and then other people came this time. And I knew the house really well. We've walked past it before um, in like Mish- in like kind of Mission Hills, Hillcrest area, and it's uber spooky. Like it's just a freaky fucking house house the layout's freaky the energy's freaky it's and it's an old, area old, too. old neighborhood and there's a lot going on in that whole area balboa park area just has like saturated with energy right yeah so uh we always knew about the ghost in the house and i think my friend had like a hella relationship with this ghost and i swear to you one of the places she lived, I don't think it was this one. They lived in a lot of homes. Um, someone died in the house, and they actually knew it because the last person in the house was murdered before they bought it, and they tell they have to tell you right. that. Oh, shit. And I remember that memory, and I wonder, like, but, and I remember them saying, like, there was, like, it was in the room that we were in, like, that type thing. But we're going back, going back to the creepy house. And we knew that the ghost, like, we knew this was the ghost house, and we were kind of, like, going to be ghost hunting while we were at the house and we had some believers and we had some non-believers. I'm going to put us at under 10 years old, maybe right around 10 years old. I love it. We lock ourselves in the room and she had the only room upstairs and all the lights were like off or no one else was My upstairs. My heart is racing. And we all like shut ourselves in her room and we made sure that none of our friends were like in the bathroom anywhere. You know when you're doing a Ouija board and you're like, come on person that's pushing it around. Like, don't fuck with it. Like, yeah. I really want to see if this fucking works. And you're always like, I know you're moving it. And they're like, not dog. So <laughs> we were they're like, looking. actually I was in the bathroom. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I flushed the toilet. The gap under the door is probably as big as the one I'm looking at for you right now. So I'd say like maybe three inches. So like you can see, and we were laying on the floor with our eyes to look underneath the door and being super, super quiet. And I remember seeing, so you know when you like, she had like a carpet floor and then you're like, you could look under the door and you can see like down the hallway and you could see the other doors that we had shut, like the bathroom door and the other door and the stairwell where like you could see all that. And mm-hmm. I remember 
when you like dip your toe into like water that's not moving and it has this like ripple effect mm-hmm. right where you put your toe, but it was light. So it was like light. A light rippled? Yeah. So like in the dark, let's say the world was like navy colored and then this light was like baby blue. It, so it kind of looked like this like baby blue steps and we saw like step, 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 step. And it was like pushed into the carpet and light and it was very wispy and it was very quick and that was it and then the whole night we spent i remember going to bed after and i remember everyone staying oh i feel that it was very like plink plunk plink plunk and i remember looking at it dang i'll always have that memory Ooh, that's spooky and i remember not being like scared after it happened, like when I think about it, it's a fond memory, but I remember leading up to not knowing what to expect, like what the ghost interaction was going to be. Um, and then when I was, we get into adulthood, I've got one that's like my own paranormal and okay. then one that's like something random. So I definitely have spidey senses randomly, sporadically. You couldn't sit me in a room and I'm a medium. Unless I, I don't know if there's like some sort of intuitive training I would take, but I do have random bouts of intuition. Sometimes they're super off. So I feel like I say? do too. And I was in. Uh, I'm gonna change up the story. I'm gonna give this guy a name, and I'm gonna name him Keith. And I don't know him. Ooh. So what's up, Keith? I'm over at a friend's house, and where we had pulled cards, we were having a good night, we were just hanging out, and then all of a sudden, there's just like somebody's here, like somebody. It just, I felt it. It was like very like, and everyone. Kelly has such a great way <sighs> to tell a story. My stories are so bad, oh and you're God, just no, like no, creating a vibe. I'm so terrified right now. I gotta right take now. I'm you loving there. It. I gotta take you there. So we're in an apartment, and it's upstairs, it. and the whole like we're in on the carpet and we're like and I'm like someone's like for sure here and I like can't let it go I'm like walking around to like find where they are in the house or, like stand different places like I'm like and I don't remember feeling this strong of a pull in a long time and I'm like all of a sudden I'm like right here and then I step on it where I am on the linoleum and the whole floor is hot like w- like when you know when like your heater refrigerator makes the fl- I don't know how to describe hot linoleum but we it, have a little hot spot in our but it was just in kitchen. the it was just one small hot spot nowhere near anything in the middle of the floor and I remember we were like does this place does this normally get hot right here what's underneath this we like I knew it was downstairs like all the things and it was just this warm spot on the floor where the person like was and I literally said who's Keith a name just came into my mind, and I said, who's Keith? But it was actually the name of a person who had recently passed that was, like, a father figure, like, guardian angel for the person's house that we were at. Wild. And when I said it, both of them looked at each other and were like, how do you know him? Like, do you, oh, did we tell you about, like, oh, you know him? And I was like, no, no. And I had, the name just plunked right in my mind, and wow. the floor was super hot, and I think he, like, wanted to know that he was, like, looking over those people, and I think about him all the time, I, I, and I don't know who he is, per se, but that happened, that was probably, like, eight years ago. Wow. Now. That's cool. Yeah. That was freaky. I feel like... Freaked me out a little bit. A little, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, I feel like those kind of paranormal um, incidences are uh, unexplainable. I guess is the word I'm looking for because it's not scary. Mm-hmm. It's also like comforting, mm-hmm. but it's also really weird. Like I feel like the idea of never feeling alone 
happens a lot in this house as well. Mm -hmm. I never feel fully alone in here. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of comforting, but at the same time, I'm like, but I am actually alone. Mm -hmm. So what? So what the fuck? It's always better when they happen in the daytime. Okay, mm -hmm. my final scary story. This one's going to freak I'm loving you the this. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So I'll paint you a picture. I'm with my office mate bestie from when I worked at a job with an office mate bestie. And we Love. loved one another. The best part about my job was my office mate. And my friends, like, I mean, at that job, for sure. And yeah, they we, were good. They were good friends. We were bad on our lunch break, and we would go drive around and smoke cigarettes. And we would spend our whole lunch break driving the fuck around in random-ass places and smoke cigarettes and talk and schmooze. And sometimes we'd go to Sprouts and, like, get groceries for, like, hump. We'd have, like, charcuterie. I'm fucking dead. <clears throat> in the car. So... We're minding our own business, and I, we pull up to this, like, it's like a cul-de-sac of nothingness. I'm talking, like, let's say you're driving around a place with a bunch of warehouses and, like, abandoned warehouse type buildings, and there's only big trucks and nothing. And this cul-de-sac had nothing around it. It had, like, a trail. And it's very desolate. It's very I'm giving you beige colors. I'm giving I'm you tan it. death. And there's it. no one in the cul-de-sac, but there's a car parked by the cul-de-sac near the trail and it was common to park there and probably walk 10 or 15 feet near like i want to say a water tower okay. was near there but i would guess if you saw someone park there they'd probably be gone for a couple hours maybe or who knows what they're doing or why that car is there but it was abnormal and we weren't doing anything wrong but we were just like so we'd park so we could always see who was driving in the cul-de-sac thing and we would just sit and, like, look out kind of at this weird view. And no one ever came down this cold. That's where I'm getting at. So, and then all of a sudden we see this, this, this person. I'm just, I'm like, even it could be a ghost. It could be who <laughs> We saw this person, like, heavy set, five, six, five, seven, in, like, a floral dress and boots, um, big glamorous like glasses kind of walking from dirt like from a dirt path that you wouldn't be wearing this like work clothes in into their car and that car yeah into the car unlocked it got in and we think nothing of it other than like maybe she had a phone call a private phone call far away or like it was weird that she was over there but so far like her appearance like she didn't look suspicious let's say is what okay. we're thinking at the time Suspicious. I love it. Red lipstick. Gets in the car. Pulls off their wig. Pulls shit off their face. And drives away. What? Yeah. What do you mean by pull shit off their face? <laughs> Elaborate, please, for the viewers and listeners. The viewers are the ghosts this viewing this story right now. had a beard that was visible from a, across a cul-de-sac in a Wait, car. so didn't have a beard approaching the car. Correct. Then had a beard. Correct. Liter because I want you to imagine, like, someone kind of bending their head down so you can barely see what's going on. They pull something off. They take off their hair. It's a bald, heavy set, really hairy I'm going to guess probably hairy arms, hairy legs, hairy everything, man who kind of had that body type. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with cross-dressers no. or trans people and no. how they dress. This was creepy. 
this was and I want to say too they put something in their trunk like we were oh, we sat there I'm so uneasy we right now we were so scared it was so, like they kind of like looked both ways they kind of like went and did something weird like dig up a body like they straight up like took or buried like, a gun took their face off they went and did something and then afterwards they took their face off took their wig off and oh fuck drove the fuck away and we were watching this person the whole time not thinking anything suspicious that was the craziest part is it was just kind of like we were sitting there and we just like watched this woman get in her car and then oh fuck it was a dude and then there was like that kind of this like like i can just remember the side face of them like kind of looking our way and both of us were like what the fuck and they like sped off speeding i'm at a loss I can still see their face. Holy fuck, dude. And I always wondered, because here's the deal. If there was, like, a dead body found in that area, we wouldn't hear about it. Yeah. Because of where we were. Yeah. So, like, I can't actually Google. I've actually randomly Googled that Did you, like, try to follow their footsteps or anything? No. We did check the news for, like, a week. Because we regularly referenced this serial killer that we saw. Dang. We don't know. Dang, dude. That's fucking freaky. What were they doing in this canyon? They were, like, hiking in their black boots. And get it? Because they were hiding their legs, their arms, or everything. That's wild. Wow. Wow. What a great spooky Halloween That's great. Episode. I have, um... Little Halloween. Little Halloween. <laughs> little <laughs> Wheezy F baby. <laughs> um, before we finish up, uh, I'll talk about our small business of the day. I can't wait to hear. The small... Bu- Speaking of spooky, we have the ice cream. It's woman. It's a woman. We have an ice cream woman who drives around her van and plays... Christmassy music and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you know, ice cream people music. I don't even know if she is successful or not because I've n- there's no children in my neighborhood. So I don't know who she's selling ice cream to, but she's here every day. I have watched my father-in-law spend $200 at an ice cream truck. Oh, that's my dream, he honestly. He goes to the ice cream truck every time it comes down the street. Honestly, I... Next time I'm outside and I see her because right now we're recording, so I can't. Like who's a real G? I just need dropping two hondo. At I the... need. Well, I mean, that's my goal in life is to just like give all service people give all a, my money. Yeah, give a Johnny Depp tip. <laughs> yeah, let's just, tip six hundred dollars. Yeah, just like is yeah. fucking wild. Or servers, I should say. Excuse yeah. me. My server and bartender. Here's a grand buy. Oh, um, could you imagine how good that must be? Oh God, my dream. Here's some shmoney. Go get it a pancake. <laughs> a pancake? They're so cheap. That's the first thing I get. <laughs> okay, so, small business. Let's <gasps> reel it back in. Uh, it is a company called Knots and Fines. Not like tying a knot. K-N-O-T-S. Uh, yes. Um, her name is Paige. I met her through, like, Instagram Kind of. Um, she's a customer of Not Your Nana's, and I am a customer of her jewelry. She makes really, really cute, like, fabric-type earrings, and I own a pair. Ooh. And I think they are so adorable. She has, like, really cute colors. You'll have to put them on, and we'll take a fit to Yeah, her. and they're light. I like that they're light in your Love ears, so they don't, like, hang, and they're not, like, heavy. 
um I got her a pair or I bought a pair of her uh witch hat shaped Cute. earrings for ho- for the holiday. Wow, I can't speak anymore. The I'm like day. I literally have just like lost my ability to speak. Uh for my mom's birthday. So I got her these like oh little witch hat gosh. earrings and then my mom loved them so much she gave me money to buy another pair for her best friend. Oh, so I have another pair for my, my mom gosh. to give to her bestie. We love a small business. They catch like wildfire. Yeah, and she's really cool and um you know, I really like to support her and vice versa and I just love everything she puts out. She freaking kills it every did time did your mom put the earrings on as soon as she received them? she didn't but i gave her the candle that's burning currently um oh my i gave her her candle and her earrings and i think she was overwhelmed with excitement <laughs> and, a, and a cross i got from salvation army i do so oh i think she was like God, genuinely so excited she she's so like i'm not thrilled. taking the tag off and i was like i know that's why i didn't take the tag off because i knew you'd want the tag we are so much alike i know i, I keep, keep the price tag on everything same Wow. Wow. That's a great gift. We love Paige. We love knots and finds. We do. We love the small business. Always. Thanks for sure. You're welcome. I love it. I love it too. I put on earrings today to wear and I took them off because they were too heavy. Yeah. I'm so surprised my ears my still have um, holes. <laughs> I know. Seriously. I haven't worn jewelry in Droopy ages. I know. Well, now my just my hair gets caught in everything. It's just not worth it. I have no hair to get caught in anything. It's all gone. I'm going to grow it out. If I were to give you some final tips on getting your real ID for the DMV, you need the blood of your firstborn. (laughs) (laughs) You need your birth certificate. Werewolf tears. (laughs) Oh, my God. Got to make it spooky. (laughs) Thank you. Keep adding this book. (laughs) Number two. Your marriage certificate. The scale of a lizard. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. You're going to need your social security card. Ghost sweat. Oh, that's really hard to find, guys. Trying to make a ghost sweat. You're going to need two proofs of residency. A witch's nail. <laughs> <laughs> and you are going to need, oh, your driver's license. And a frog. That wasn't a very good one. I couldn't think of anything else. And for $37, you can get your real ID. Happy hunting. Disclaimer, if you have had your name changed multiple times, you are going to need a decree of your name change, which is the form NC-130 at San Diego County. So, you're welcome. Wow, that was very informative. Yeah. If you uh, just had your name changed once, like a regular old married lady, old man, and you're into that kind of thing, you're just going to need your marriage certificate. They're going to call it proof of your name change. There's no such thing as proof. That is I'm the like, proof. I was like, when I went to audit. You're like, what about this notebook I wrote? Mrs. <laughs> so-and-so. Here's my name, Ms. Corder. <laughs> what was cool is I had an old guy. I made lots of old man friends today at the GMB. All these vets. And one of them was like, you don't have to change your last name. You don't have to do it. And I was like, you're really sweet. And that's like really empowering to hear. I was like, but I already changed it. That's not <laughs> what I'm late. here for. It's too late. And I, and I was telling him, I'm like, I do have advice for parents-to-be. And that is when you're having a custody battle with your kids under no circumstances should you change their last name if you can avoid it because it causes a lifelong of drama for your child 
because it's not because that when they get married it's not the first name change if they ever choose to change their name so I'm all for keeping whatever name you want but like I was ready I wanted to take on a new different name a new persona the other thing too is that my maiden name isn't tied to my mom my mom has no. a, a her own name and so I feel like that's part of like your I don't know there's just so many things that were a part of my decision. And so I was talking to this guy, and he's like, you don't have to change your name. My wife never did, and it's never been a problem, and life's really easy. And I was like, that's great. I'm I, I'm not in that situation. <laughs> and, she, and he's like, just don't get your name changed. I'm like, it's changed, sir. It's too late. Like, I love what you're saying, and I... And I Live you, for there it. There needs to be more men saying this out loud, everyone. Like... He literally was like, it was such a racket. It's such a hassle. And she's never changed her name. And who gives a fuck? It's just a piece of paper. He's like, the real marriage is the marriage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like, you know when you're screaming that you agree? <laughs> remember that agree fight that <laughs> yeah, we were talking about? agreeing fight that I'm like, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and he's like, you shouldn't change your name. I'm like, I agree. <laughs> it's too late. I but I agree because I speak from experience, sir, of which you have not. And all the guys are standing like, wow, I can't even imagine how difficult this would be if you were married ever had to change your name i've never done that in like two years god being a man must be so fucking easy i've never even thought of that before (laughs) i never even thought that the reason why there's only women standing in line is because they're all getting in line to get married and then divorced i didn't even think about that (laughs) like this is a conversation i'd love to be a man for a day i'd love to have the easiest day of my life how to be a man at the dmv (laughs) or like i should say like a patriarchal entity wow since we're speaking entities. It was great chatting with y'all. You too. Oh, y'all, are you referring to me and all my personalities again? And all the ghosts in the room? <laughs> See them all just lounging? Talking to my audience. The audience. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to follow Nacho Nana's Sauce Company on Instagram. Mm. Quarter Collective. Is no more. Oh, I forgot you changed it to the... Vagabond. Yeah. I think I'll talk about it more for... Um, my small business next episode. Okay. How about that? Because I have a new name. And of course, follow SD or Karma SD podcast. <laughs> We're I'm going to get it right one day <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and Apple podcasts because we we're on there so now. We're so excited. We're fucking and on Apple podcasts. As Spotify of today. podcasts and good things are happening. Keep listening. We love it. And we, we love you. you. Love it. And we love you. I just wrote that song right now. Joe. Wow.